0: We were leaving work one day at Darien Lake, and um, I really had to pee, and there was a very nice RAV4 sitting in the parking lot, and I was like, you know what, that tire looks nice. I'm just going to go pee on it real quick, <laughs> and then like a week later, I did something and I was riding home with Travis, and I was like, oh shit, I pissed on this car.
1: <laughs> Thanks you a lot.
0: I think that this week is going to be a lot of fun.
2: So, I'm Richie, one of the co-hosts. We got our boy, Anthony Giggles. Giggles. Anthony
0: T. Giggles. (laughs) (laughs) And our guest this week, who is our guest this week?
1: Uh, My name is Travis.
0: Oh, it's a good old T. Terse. (laughs) That's
1: me, yeah. Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. Thank you for being on, Travis. What uh what do you do? What's your what what tickles your fancy during the day?
1: Uh so I'm a physical therapist, but um I I mean like I've got like a lot of passions out there, but I mean like it just hit September, so uh that's football month, so uh invested in the bills <laughs> and uh yeah. see the buffalo,
2: yeah, everything buffalo. That's Absolutely.
0: right.
1: I feel really like when football. you get uh, like, a, a marathon that I ran, but this is from, like, the Bills.
3: <laughs> I feel like when you get your own house, your, like, your carpet's gonna be red, your curtains are gonna be blue, there's gonna be, like, Buffalo Bills furniture.
1: <laughs> Dude, that'd be the goal. If I, could Dude, that, I, would, I, never...
3: I would be over all the time at that point. Or, like, at least your den.
1: I mean, it works both ways, right? Because, like, I'm a Bills fan, but it's red, white, and blue, so it's, like, also, like, Patriotic. Super patriotic that's right. All right so i mean it'd be good i'd
0: like that style that's uh my goal once i get a house is to have like one of those i mean my recording room is already on the slightly crazy side of bill's fan but like eventually i want one of those like the bill's den where you just like open a door and wall to wall everything is bills it doesn't matter i even want one of those doormats know the doormats you can get
1: yeah you should get like either when you open the door or you step onto it it gives like that hey hey."
0: put a little pressure plate down that would be sick
1: that way so like anybody that goes into that room they i mean like they'll they'll know it from the decorations but like it's kind of like uh like a welcome
2: i would
0: like that would be amazing (laughs) everybody please step on that one at a time let it stop do it then next person
1: (laughs) Can oh. you get like a turnstile that like kind of lock? <laughs> Wait a second, please. One moment. <laughs>
3: now, we've known each other for quite a long time, but I, I still remember my first interaction with you ever, Trav, at Darien Lake. Oh. Yeah. This, this day, like, okay, so I'm on, I just got off break. It was like probably an hour or two into the day and I was rotating Travis I get up to the top of the ride, and this guy, I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. I'm five minutes late. Like, you know, it's on me. I'm sorry. I just had to, like, really, you know, I needed some food. And he's like, don't worry, man. You know, five minutes, 10 minutes late, 12 minutes late. It's all the same, man. Just (laughs) rotate when you want. If you rotate late, I'm going to rotate late, and we're just going to rotate late. It's the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I like this guy. Man, I I
0: do recall back before I actually knew who Travis was, we were leaving work one day at Darien Lake, and um, I really had to pee, and there was a very nice RAV4 sitting in the parking lot, and I was like, you know what, that tire looks nice, I'm just going to go pee on it real quick. And then like a week later, I did something, and I was riding home with Travis, and I was like, oh shit, I pissed on this car.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for that.
0: Oh, God. That's my bad, Trev.
1: <laughs> it's good. No, I do because we were, ro- yeah, Anthony was behind me in rotation, and he came to me. I think I was at the front of Hook's Lagoon, and I, I, like, everybody was just like, I don't know. It was one of those days, and Anthony came to rotate me, and I was just like, dude, I rotate late all the time. All <laughs> I'm always
3: late. Right. Every time. Every time man oh my
0: gosh
1: but it was good i mean that was where i met you guys i met um, baptiste and a lot of people so
0: absolutely um, it was a fun fun little place to
3: work yeah we a recap episode with with baptiste down here i think it was episode what was it seven uh yeah it just aired yeah that was that was a fun time thinking about like some of the memories we had oh uh, good old times speaking the good of, old days speaking of making memories uh you know what else you can make memories with is it beer? It is beer. Alright. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> that was good. I, I got nervous that
0: you were going into a topic and I was like, but but we gotta do the beer first. <laughs> nah, nah, beer, man. Alright. I'm gonna start this one off, I think. Uh okay. so this week I got myself another uh another Strange Bird Brewery. Um this one is called the Portuguese Squeeze. I like it. Yeah, it's uh a Belgian quad aged in port barrels. It's eleven point five percent.
1: There you go. Wow.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. So what quad, nice and strong. It's gonna be gonna be fun. I like wow, quads. week. I like quads. So I hope this. Uh, hope it tastes good. You want me to pop it now? Oh, I want to hear that noise. Remember the disappointment last
3: week? Yeah. <laughs> Very disappointing. There you go. That one was that better. One was nice. That one was I like good.
1: One. I like that one. All
3: right, I guess I'll go next. We'll save Travis for last here. All right. So I brought on from Ravenous Pig Brewing, which Ooh. is a local Florida brewery. I've gone to Ravenous Pig so many times. They actually have their brewery location attached to a juice bar as well as a coffee shop. Oh, don't. So it's like a three-local chain thing. Oh, and a, a vegetable bowl place. You get, like, veggie veggie bowls from this place. So like a, it's, I guess it's four places. Might be four places. <laughs> but the coffee place and the Ravenous Pig Brewing Company decided to do a tag-team effort for this beer, and it is called the Ravenous Pig Foxtail Coffee. So it is a slow-roasted malt, blonde ale, With hints of coffee from Foxtail. And let me tell you, Foxtail coffee is the best coffee I've ever had in my life. Like, it's not your coffee, like, chain coffee. Like, you know, you get from Starbucks, Timmy Ho's, or Dunkin'. This is, like, real. You sit down with a mug, and you're like, oh, kind of coffee.
2: All right. Um,
3: So this is only 4.5%. That's all right. I'm I'm a little sad, and I've already drank in one of these so you know i gotta make up the percentages to catch up to you guys here (laughs) you
0: definitely don't have to catch up
1: (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) all right
3: right, track what are you drinking
1: so i should bring this one out just real fast so this is the one i just finished up this one is from uh ithaca uh this is called flower power um ithaca is a place that um i'll put it right here ithaca is a place um that's nearby where where I'm from, but, um, I had a, a travel gig, a travel PT position that was out near there. Um, and I found it when I was, uh, working in a town called Cortland, but Cortland was about like 45 minutes from Ithaca. And I went to a bar in Ithaca and they had it on draft, I believe. And so I got it there and then I realized that, um, I could buy it, uh, around here. So, um, this one, let's see, does it say on it somewhere? Yeah, this one that I just finished, the Flower Power from Ithaca, is 7.2%, um, and it's an IPA. But it's a little bit stronger I than I remember. Yeah, and then this one, um, I really enjoy. So we're still, actually, we just, is it still technically summer or are we in fall now?
0: Technically, fall doesn't hit until like September 21st or 3rd or something like that. Uh, but everyone uh, likes to just be like,
1: fall! Yeah, September
0: 1st is the go-to. You can put up your fall decorations.
1: <laughs> All right, so this one is from Southern Tier Brewing Company. It's a pumpkin beer. Ooh, Um, the pumpkin? That's the one, one, dude. All right, that was the
0: first, the very first craft beer I ever had in my life.
1: Yeah, my cousin always, he loves it, and he always tells me to get it. And so it was out at a grocery store, and uh, I was like, I'm just going to get it. Instead of waiting, I'm just going to go for it. So it says in the bottle, pumpkin pie in a glass. I mean, it tastes just like pumpkin pie. And, yeah, it's uh, up there. the ABV is uh
3: 8.6%. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad at all.
1: I'm going to go ahead and crack that up. Cheers.
3: Cheers, boys.
1: <sighs> and yeah, it really does taste like you're drinking a piece of pumpkin pie. I mean, i to try this now. stuff, But uh, I think it's really delicious. And again, it's from Southern Tier Brewing Company. It's an, Oh, and it's a, they call it. I guess it is an IPA in their own terms. They call it an Imperial Pumpkin Ale.
2: <laughs> I
0: guess it yeah, is an IPA.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I enjoy it. It's really good.
0: All right. Yeah, uh, I both of those companies, uh, Ithaca and Southern Tier, have had plenty of their beers.
3: They make, they make some really good ones. Uh, yeah. When you pulled out that Flower Power, I thought that it was a bottle of Loganberry, because that's what the, the sign looked like. <laughs>
1: Yeah, right. I really wanted to bring I do not have any right now. I just finished some up um when I was golfing this past weekend, I think, but uh I my favorite beer is um from Big Ditch Brewing Company. It's called Hayburner. Oh love god. It. Love it.
0: Hayburner is the founder's equivalent or the big ditch equivalent to founders all day IPA. They're so good.
1: It's so good, man. Like uh, but I've had so many of them because it's so good. I was like, I'll try these beers tonight. Um, but, like, if I go to a Bills game, like, I'm bringing a six-pack of Hayburner, usually. Unless I'm bringing, like, bat, or maybe I'll mix it. You know, like, some bats, some Hayburner. But Big Ditch is in Buffalo, so it um, works, too.
0: Absolutely. Uh, well, you know, speaking of Buffalo uh, and September 1st and all that fun stuff, you know, football season is right around the corner. Like what? Yes, next it is. next Sunday is
2: opening day, right?
1: Yeah, a week from tomorrow is the first game of the NFL season. Uh, the Cowboys and the Buccaneers. That's and a then... garbage
0: game. We all know who's going to win. They shouldn't even play. <laughs> <laughs> Just lay down, Cowboys. Just lay down. <laughs> is Prescott I back?
1: Mean, he is. Yeah.
0: Oh, he's not going to do anything this year.
1: <laughs> like, I've, I've kind of like worn into it, you know, like my. I mean, like, it's in the Bills. I think the Cowboys beat the Bills twice in their Super Bowl years um, in that four-year, like, run that they had. And so, like, my grandfather um, didn't like the the Cowboys. I I mean, like, so anyways, like, I've kind of been born into, like, not being in favor of them. But um, I think after getting uh, walled by Tom Brady for so many years uh, on that first game, I'll still root for the Cowboys to, uh, you know, not start them off on a high note.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm right there with you. I definitely was born into the... My dad has one of those um, old Buffalo sweatshirts when they made actually cool ones about like the championships and stuff, and it was like, uh, you know, let me show you how to squish the fish. Uh, Right. So, my hatred for Miami, as well as the Cowboys and Tom Brady, they're all equal footing.
1: (laughs) Yeah. How does it work for you, Anthony? Because you're like... I mean, where you're living, it's it's in a proximity close to there, right? So, I mean, like, do you pull for them? Or are you still like hockey? Them?
3: Hockey, my second team. Let me rephrase that. I'm a Tampa Bay Lightning fan. If the Bills are, if the Sabres aren't in town, I still will root for the Sabres. They're my hometown team, but I'm, I'm definitely a Tampa Bay Lightning fan because, for one, they're really good. And for two, I just like them. I still don't like the Buccaneers. Like, still, I will admit, uh, their games are fun to go to. They got, like, Tampa's crazy for sports. And the reason for that is there's so many Northerners in Tampa. It's like the same vibe as when you're in Buffalo. Okay. But it's not as crazy. Sure. It's a little bit more adult in Tampa than Buffalo. <laughs> At least yeah. for hockey. Uh, But, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a Bucks fan. I'm still a Bills fan. Uh, for most of my life, though, I have been on the train of Carolina Panthers. I've fallen off of that like within the last few years, though. Yeah, that's alright.
1: I mean, the, the Bills played on there a lot this year. They play in Miami, Jacksonville, and Tampa Bay. Yeah,
3: I'm gonna try to go to the Miami game. There you go. I, that's a and good game to go to, and
0: I think the cheapest. Uh, I Jacksonville might be cheaper than a Miami game, but Miami is cheap for everything. Okay. Uh, I guess that's fair.
3: Because their sports suck. So all the sports events in Miami are super cheap. I got a Florida Panthers ex-Tampa Lightning game, which Tampa Lightning games are expensive because they just won two Stanley Cups. But I went to the Florida Panthers game, and it was $19. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Oh, my goodness. I'm I'm like
3: $19 for, like, like, diagonal of the goal seats and prime parking. Oh, shit. Nineteen dollars. I was like, all right. Oh, I'm gonna go to more Miami game.
1: Apparently. Is that where the I mean Panthers so Miami, were from? the the game that you Panthers, yeah. nineteen dollars was in Miami?
3: Yeah, yeah, I went, I went to see the Florida Panthers X at the BB and T center with the Tampa oh. Lightning. And I wanna go to the Miami game there for the Bills too.
1: I mean this uh Sam Reinhart from the Sabres <laughs> just signed in uh for the Florida Panthers. He'll be playing off. Did he? Yeah, he he like, got traded there, and then he signed there for I think like two or three years. I think three years.
3: He didn't actually do terrible last season. Tim, I know, I know the bill, the Sad, no the, the Panthers itself. I don't. Was he signed last year?
1: No, he just got traded this off season, like very recently.
3: Okay. Yeah, yeah. Hockey is one
0: thing I don't follow. But you know who I do follow is the Buffalo Bills. I, yeah. play, I pay a lot of attention to that. Not as much as I probably should, um, but I did just hear that they cut 23 players or something crazy yeah. like that to make it down to the 53-man roster. How does feel good. about Josh Allen? Love
1: him.
0: Josh Allen is my hero. Uh, <laughs>
1: there
0: you go. <laughs> no, overall, on and off the field, not only is he a great player, but uh, deep down he actually does like a lot. For the community as well, which is super awesome. Um, Travis being from the Buffalo area and Anthony too, did you guys know they renamed Allentown and Allen Street in Buffalo to Josh Allentown? Sometimes it's hilarious.
1: <laughs> sometimes I've driven by there and I think like I've seen I think I've seen I don't know, but I like I know what you're talking about. Like they named the Josh Allen Street or like Josh Allentown. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's crazy though, like, um, not to get off on a tangent, but just like I'm sure it's the same for you guys. Like we've gone through, like if you go back and um, you look at a list of the quarterbacks that we've had since between like Jim Kelly and Josh Allen, it's um, it's crazy, you know. Like you have guys like um, good old Kyle Doug Golden, Flutie, Brian, Doug Flutie, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Flutie. Brian Brom, I think Todd Collins maybe. Um, way back when.
2: Yeah, uh, EJ Manuel. Jackson.
1: Yep. Tyrod, Tyrod Taylor. Taylor. Yep. Nathan Peterman.
0: Yep, Those are all the ones, uh, the last few that we mentioned are the ones that I uh, like from Flutie are the ones that I remember. Uh, but that's because it was just my age.
1: I'll look up a list of the Bills quarterbacks
3: right now. <laughs> uh, was, was Flutie was the one where we went to the Super Bowl in the early 90s, right? Or was that
0: isn't Kelly the only one to take us there uh, since like the 80s,
3: early 90s? I couldn't remember if it was Kelly or Flutie.
0: Flutie was like five foot six. He was like the shortest quarterback. Which is,
3: which is insane because my cousin um, was barely, because he, he tried out for the Bills as a quarterback back in 2011 or 10. And that was 2010 and they accepted him they said you are an inch too short for what we want but we'll take you anyway because you're good um, well yeah Problem was
0: when you're a quarterback you want to be tall so you can see over the lineman in front of you so you can see down the field
3: yeah. <laughs> truly i don't know how he got to be a quarterback anyway <laughs> but yeah so like i think Josh Allen's like 6 6 or 6 5 Something like that. My cousin was six three, and so they're like, "You're an inch too short, but we will take you as a second string, and we'll see how you do." And then they found out about his injuries that he had gotten in arena football, and they were like, "Nah, yep, we don't want someone who's had past injuries. So fuck off. Like, we'll, we we won't step to you as like, like uh, I don't know something." down the line, like something, probably like a practice or something. And he was like, I don't want that. So he just moved to Florida.
0: Did he play for a team?
3: No, he quit because he had injuries. No team was going to take him. Ah, his injuries. The last game he, he played, it was kind of crazy. Um, he won the championship for this, but he was playing with five broken toes, a dislocated shoulder and a torn fibia. And, like, three broken fingers. And he was still running and playing and throwing the ball.
1: <laughs> Who is this? My cousin. Oh my goodness, dude. That's crazy.
3: Yeah. His, all his toes were broken in his right foot, which is his pivot foot for throwing the ball. His shoulder that he throws with was dislocated. His opposite hand had, like, broken fingers and a broken tibia, and he was still playing and throwing the ball. His coach thought he was acting a little weird. and like probably
0: he's probably on a lot of pain meds man (laughs) i mean
3: and so they pulled him off the game but he had scored a touchdown with those injuries and um he basically never healed from them correctly because he that game he's he like he just kept playing with injuries and he kept getting more injuries until like he should have just quit but he wanted to win so bad they won and then he never played football again uh
0: once again, not to get on a tangent and after this one we'll jump back onto the Bills. The tangent, yeah. a <laughs> uh, little Bills <laughs> talk. But uh one of my coworkers, it this is actually super relevant because uh this year, Travis especially, I don't know how much you follow Pittsburgh. Um Hold up. but keep your eye out for um Jameer Jones. He's a, a left back. His not number back. Yeah, his number is forty four.
2: Okay. Uh,
0: um keep your eye out for him. Um, one of my coworkers. Um, that's his brother.
1: Oh, really? He's
0: got two of them. One of them has bounced around on the practice squads a little bit. Um, but apparently Jameer
2: Jones has made it to the 53-man roster on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay. So cool. keep your
0: eye out for that. I'm I'm interested only because I know his brother. To see how he does, especially with the Steelers. But Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's pretty dope. That's crazy. I now that's know cool. somebody by proxy in the NFL, <laughs> and I never thought I'd that's be right. able to say that.
1: <laughs> that's right, man. Yeah.
0: That's pretty cool. I, yeah, I 100% think so. Uh, all right, so let's talk about some of these cuts. All
1: right, you let me know if any of these things ring a bell. Uh, all right, here we go. So there's Todd Collins. Alex Santel, Doug Flutie, Rob Johnson, Drew Bledsoe, J.P. Loss, Kelly Holcomb, Brian Fitzpatrick, Trent Edwards, Brian Brom, E.J. Manuel, Thad Lewis, Jeff Toole, Kyle Orr, and then of course there's guys after Kyle Orr, and you know, like Nathan Peterman, but... <laughs>
3: Trent Edwards, like, one of the worst.
1: He was good, and then he got nailed. Uh, he got really hit hard against the Cardinals, and uh, uh, I think that concussion really derailed his career. Uh, oh, yeah.
3: I might not have been, like, looking at his whole career, but I do remember, like, there was a point where he was losing game after game after game by throwing shit plays.
0: Well, I mean, unfortunately. it's
3: now after a concussion. <laughs> so yeah,
0: and unfortunately, I mean, if you look back on the Bills' season and records, um. Not the greatest yeah, since Jim Kelly, there really hasn't been like a an actual winning season. Like the last time we made it to the playoffs with a quarterback other than Josh Allen. To be honest, I don't remember, but I know the was Allen it's the
1: Tyrod
0: quarterback. Taylor. Was it
1: Tyrod against Jacksonville?
0: Yeah, because we wouldn't have made did. it if Cincinnati didn't lose so or win. Andy
1: Dalton threw that flat pl- through that path on fourth and twelve. Yeah. And then they went to the playoffs against Jacksonville and Tyrod was the was quarterback. That was the season before uh, Josh Allen got drafted. Um, that was also Eric Woods last season, too. He retired after that season. Yep. Um, and then Josh Allen came in after that. So, I mean, right. like, what a season that guy has been. Um, so, yeah. I mean, like him and the rest of the team. I mean, management in general. I think a lot of the sports in general... I won't go on like a big speech about it, but I love things that bring people to one common thing that they love. I don't know, maybe cheesy as that sounds. So like when you take the bills, it's not just the city or the state. I mean, the country, um, not the whole country, of course, but there's so many people (laughs) everywhere. Oh, yeah. um, that, That love this one thing and um like for instance it was cool for me when i was on a a travel gig near new york city i would go down to a bill's backers bar in new york city um and there was all kinds of fans there and they just um were crazy about it so no matter where you go uh, you can find people that love the team oh god yeah there's
0: backer bars everywhere every city
1: yeah
2: just
0: about
1: yeah And so I think that's what I love about um, sports in general, but especially the Bills. I mean, you keep waiting, you know? It's like if you were watching, you know, a season, like a TV show, right? And you're waiting for the season finale, if you want to call Super Bowl that. But, like, let's say you've been watching this, this TV show since whenever you started watching it. Like, I started going to games when I was, like, five years old. And so it's been, like, 25 years now. I'm 30 years old. And I'm still waiting, like, for that final season, that final episode where they win the Super Bowl. And it's, like... Alright, keep giving me more episodes, keep giving me more episodes. And right. Like eventually we'll get to that final like finale episode where they win the Super Bowl. And um
0: You don't yeah. want it to end, but you want yeah. it to you wanna see the pinnacle for sure. Yeah
1: man. the
3: show to get there. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: It's like friends, man. Ross, just get with her. <laughs> do it. Yeah. Uh so
0: Travis, what do you what do you think about the Bills releasing Jacob Hollister? Uh preseason he looked pretty good. Um and over the last yeah. couple of years, sixty six catches with six touchdowns. Um yeah. in Seattle. I I don't know if the Bills picked him up for the practice squad, but uh that was one that I will I was a little surprised to see.
1: Yeah. So I liked him a lot. I think it was like mean, he was Josh Allen's tight end in college at Wyoming. Yeah. Um and so I was excited for him, but the Bills run so much out of spread like four or five wide receiver set that um, I don't know if the tight end is always the most important position for them, even though it's a great thing to have. And so I think they're going to roll with Dawson Knox and hope he continues to progress. He's going into his third year, um, which of course is a season when players usually come, you know, either come out and come out big or or
0: fail miserably.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So I think it would be one of those things where like they were trying to find room for other positions that they needed. Like the defensive line, like defensive tackles and defensive ends. I think they kept eleven total for that position. And so um uh, I like him a lot. I'm sad that he's not on the team anymore because I thought he could be a good addition. But
2: yeah, for uh, real. I think,
1: I think that's what you know, like because Brandon Bean has done such a great job, I think you almost have to and it's after so many years of not trusting the general manager and not trusting uh, the front office. Because this front office has done so well, a little part of you in the back, of your head is like, "All right, I trust them. They must have a plan." Yeah,
0: that's true. I mean, at least for starters on tight end, we're looking at what Dawson Knox and Tommy Sweeney.
1: Yep. Uh, yeah.
0: So I overall, know. I feel pretty pretty safe with that.
1: Yeah, I mean, like I thought they might bring Dawson, or not Dawson, not Dawson Knox, uh, Jacob Houser back on the def- on the practice squad, and I guess maybe they still could if he hasn't signed anywhere else, but. Um, They must be pretty comfortable with him and uh, Tommy Sweeney for now. I mean, Reggie Gilliam, who made the roster, could also play tight end um, in a pinch. Uh, He's kind of like a jack of all trades. He does a little bit of running back. Yeah, that's true. A little bit of tight end. Um, So that's another position there.
0: That's uh, I guess after uh, I guess realizing that, yeah, make kind of makes sense why they wouldn't throw Hollister into the mix if you already have two or three already on the uh, you know. Right there. Now you Uh, got...
1: If you you guys had to pick like your favorite Buffalo Bill, it could be for his play, it could be for his personality, who would you guys pick?
0: Oh, I won't lie. There was something about... uh, It's kind of a toss-up for me. Um, I really liked Dawson Knox the first season I watched him play. Uh, I made sure I dropped somebody and picked him up on my fantasy team, which he did not perform as well as I thought. (laughs) <laughs> sure. um, I really like Dawson Knox uh, I also I really like Cole Beasley even though he's okay. a cowboy I'm not going to get into any of his stances on anything but overall I mean come on the last, the last game he played in or the second to last game he played in he was playing with a broken femur or some oh, shit like that shit. Shit. number one dang plot receiver in the NFL. Legit. He's he's short. He's squirrely. He may not get a shit ton of like yards after a catch, but basically you throw the ball to him. He's gonna catch it and get yeah. you know two or three just by catching it, turning around, and diving.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh,
3: say that I'm a fan of the trays, but I think the trays basically got it trey white and uh edwards i really like them yeah yeah i think i think that they're not like each each year they just keep getting better and i'm excited to see what happens
1: yeah man
3: unless unless i didn't pay attention to this draft it didn't even get cut or not nah?
1: no they're still on the team
3: uh okay. white is
1: um yeah. and yeah, then i'm excited
3: to see what they do then who did you say edmonds
0: or edwards didn't we have three at one point? We have three?
2: Or I three? White
0: and Edmonds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there three trays? Uh, no. No, neither of them saying. got cut. And Matt Milano came back. Uh, I know at the end of last season that was a little on the sketchy side. And it makes me super... Oh, that's who it was. Um, Jordan Poyer. All of them. Which them. he was the one who was about... Ah. He wasn't going to come back, and he did.
1: Man, when he hits guys, he hits guys. Like, yeah. He lays people out. Like, and I love it about him. He plays with so much fire. Um, him and Micah Hyde. I mean, I'm I'm Buffalo biased, of course, but like, <laughs> I I would say they're the number one safety duo in the league.
2: Oh yeah. Uh, if to me,
0: obviously, like Travis said, being Buffalo biased, if I were to put together like a all star defensive team. I would, I would definitely throw in both trays, um, Hoyer, Hyde, and Matt Milano, and from there I don't know where else I would go, um, because I don't pay too much attention to the rest of them. Possibly TJ Watt because he's younger than JJ, um, and he is a very good defensive player. But man, I would, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited
2: for this season. I. I cannot wait.
1: I mean, I'm gonna cop out a little bit and just say like two players. Like I'm in my head over here thinking like I love Deanne Dawkins, I love Trey White, um, I love Jordan Poyer Micah Hyde, and um but anyways, like I love Josh Allen, but I love more the combination of Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs. Like
0: hey, like that, that is, is fair. It is not a cop out. Their relationship wow. on and off the field is amazing. It's what makes a great
2: leader and teammate.
1: Yeah, man. And so, like, just kind of, like, going back to what I said before about, like, you you keep waiting for, like, the final episode of this show to, like, come around and, like, it kind of is similar to the topic I want to talk about eventually here, but... um you keep waiting for this final episode. And then like, of course you want them to win more, but like when you bring in to Diggs and you go through these cuts, like we've been so far, uh, we've been at the point previously. I mean, to say we're like, you keep trying to talk about or not talk about, you keep trying to build towards like future years in the cap. And I think the bills are at a point this year that they're just like, they're just going for it. You know what I mean? Like, it's not about, uh, what money we have in three years or like what players will be here in in those years, also like this is kind of like Josh Young spent the league for three years. We have our number one our receiver, we have our defensive depth, and this is kind of like all chips on the table. Like, go for it! Yeah,
2: everything. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, so it's exciting. It's exciting.
3: I mean, I think we're gonna have a good defensive team this year. Like, I do too. For sure, I think we're gonna be and very I'm well excited. rounded. I hope we picked up a couple. I, I think it's a good year. Uh, we picked
0: up a couple really good guys uh, for the offensive lineman uh, positions as well. Um, with, uh, I, I want a jersey just because I want his whole name to be on it. But there was, uh, what, Boogie Basham? Yeah. I want his jersey just because of his name. And I also want Wild Goose <laughs> uh, just because, like, come on, he's a Wild Goose, man. Um, but okay. also, I'm a little worried about Wild Goose. We don't have any other juniors on our team, uh, and I listened to another podcast. It's called "Crime and Sports," uh, hosted by James Petragallo and Jimmy Wisman. Um Talks about all these different athletes, and it doesn't matter what sport, but basically a theme that they have found in their storytelling of all the crimes and stuff is when you are a junior playing in sports, like. Senior, junior, third, whatever. It doesn't matter. Like If you're a junior, you're a bad egg. And something bad is going to happen. You're going to do a lot of coke. You're going to slap a stripper. Something. You might even kill somebody. So I, I really hope that doesn't happen. I'm hoping that the Buffalo atmosphere condenses that and keeps it tucked way, way the fuck down. Because I don't want to see that happen. But yeah, I'm I'm excited for some names... To be on the screen this year that we haven't seen before, and uh, I'm looking forward to getting more than two Josh Allen jerseys because one of them isn't mine; it's my wife's.
3: <laughs> I'd have at least two. Well, oh, yeah. each year I, I got a home and a win. Not to, Oh, there you go. Not to uh, bring the topic again off track, but I wanted to ask you guys: How do you feel about the Patriots' cut of Cam Newton? I don't really care. The Patriots lost Brady um, and
0: Gronkowski, right? Um, Yeah. Uh, I think, me personally, I don't think the Patriots are ever going to be what they were when Brady was there. And as much as I hate the Patriots and think that they have cheated in their past, I at least respect a good player. And Brady is a good player. Fuck Bill Belichick altogether. (laughs) But (laughs) uh, I think that... I don't think the Patriots are ever going to be anywhere close to the same level they were when Brady and Gronk were there.
1: I mean, how how can they? They had, I mean, arguably, if not the greatest, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time paired with one of the best coaches of all time. So you're like you're not just saying like, oh yeah, we had a good quarterback and a good mixture of pieces around it. Like you had one of the greatest, if not the greatest quarterback of all time with one of the greatest coaches of all time and not like they could be good again, but like, unless you're getting the second coming of one of the greatest, if not the greatest quarterback of all time, like (laughs) you you know, I mean like you could be good again, but you can't ever be like, I mean, I I don't want to say you can't ever, but like it's so hard to get back to that
0: point. Oh yeah, absolutely.
3: AKA it's weird to me like they took this new guy over over Newton and he doesn't really have much of a history. I think his name is Jones. Yeah. Oh, I'm I like so I was, I was a Cam Newton fan just cuz I like I liked the Panthers for so long. That's fair. And and then then he got you know he joined the Patriots and they didn't do I guess terrible the word is last year, but they didn't do by any means, good. <laughs> they weren't the Dolphins, is what I'm trying to say. But, like, they took the hit with without Tom Brady, and now they got rid of their somewhat decent quarterback for someone that no one really knows how great he is. And I just, like, they're going... Like, the Bills are going to probably stomp them every game, and I'm excited for this.
1: That'd be nice.
0: It would be nice. I don't want to jinx anything. I, I want to say that even watching preseason... The Bills have decent depth, quarterback wise, which is going to help. I think Matt Barkley was a great backup to Josh Allen, but I think Trubisky is a better uh, a better backup. Um, I also think that they can't they can't allow themselves to get comfortable. They have to literally fight and struggle and push themselves to be better every game, which I know Allen does anyway, but. Like everybody has to, because once you start getting good, it's very easy to fall into some sort of complacency where you're just like, I can slack off a little bit in practice today because, well, we're eight and one and you don't want to do that because after that, you're going to be eight and two without a doubt.
1: I love that about Josh Allen. Like, a lot of times you get players where like, you kind of like you get the company a line of like, yeah, we all want to win or like, we're all competitive. Like, I mean, you're in the NFL. I would assume you are, but like, <laughs> you really, you really kind of get the feeling. Um, I'm not sure. Like, I don't have like a specific example to like say, here's my evidence for it. But like um, with Josh Allen, like you really kind of just like feel like so that drive, like that anger, like I, not that I want to win, but, like, I need to win this game. Like, every game. Like, he hates losing.
2: Absolutely. Um, and,
1: that you, and that gives you some confidence towards, like, not just, like, all right, we're here to win. We're good at what we do. and We're getting paid a lot. Let's go win a football game. It's, like, no. Like, I have, I didn't get a single uh, D1 offer. Everybody kind of just, like, crapped at me coming out of the draft. Um you know, like, just a lot of things working against somebody to the point where, like, now they're really good, and it kind of embodies Buffalo. Like, Buffalo was bad for so long, but like, that 17, 17 or 18-year um, playoff drought, Um and it's just, like, a lot of things working towards, like, that's done. Um, We're going to win a Super Bowl now and be relevant in a powerhouse, and that's exciting.
2: Yeah, Absolutely. Uh,
0: so I'm
1: excited for this upcoming season.
0: For real, 100%. So
1: going to the home opener, and I am just like, it's in, what's the today's September 1st, and the home opener is on, uh, yeah, on September 12th, and so I'm just like, come on, come on, come on, come on.
0: <laughs> You're like a kid about to go to Disneyland for the first time.
1: <laughs> I think it's going to be electric, man. Like, there weren't any fans there last year, except for the playoff games, the two of them that were in Orchard Park, and even that was like limited fans, like, I think 6,700 maybe, and so now you get everybody back with all these expectations for this season. Would Josh Allen be signed long-term? And, oh, man. Um, We're
0: not going to be able to hear the announcers over the fans, man. Like, even watching from home, uh, it's going to be loud as fuck. I'm yeah, excited to get fun. the non-fake fans cheering again. That That's yeah, right. definitely... Because you can always hear, like, somebody over somebody else. Uh, Plus, you know, looking at the stands, you can... uh, It's a nice break from the field when it's a 30-second timeout, if they're not. uh, Or an injury break or something. Like, you get to actually see people, and then you can be like, Oh, I
1: saw you! Hey! (laughs) Yeah. And I want to say this. Like, I... And this is really true. Uh, I respect... Anybody who's a fan of any team, like if somebody comes to me, and they're like, you know, I'm a I'm a Seahawks fan, or I'm a Vikings fan, or I'm a Chiefs fan, or I'm a Chargers fan, um for whatever reason, or maybe they're from there. Like, if you love football, great. Like, obviously, I'm going to tell you that the Bills are better. better <laughs> best, right? like, I'm gonna
0: break your balls about it, but I do respect you.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, anybody, any one team? I I love. The NFL in general, um, I think it's just coming from, like, you kind of inherit it, you know? Like, it's for for a team that's never won the Super Bowl, um, and, and nothing against teams that haven't won it in a long time either, that are trying to win it again, but, like, you kind of inherit, like, my grandfather was waiting for a Super Bowl, and my dad is waiting for a Super Bowl, and it's just, like, now it's my time to wait for a Super Bowl. And it's just... <laughs> Um, you know, it's all of this baggage just carried around, like you've never won it, you know, and so like you just want one, either
0: one. Buffalo, I I think Buffalo is going to implode if the Bills when the Bills win a Super Bowl.
1: Oh my gosh, it'll be insane!
0: It's going to be be like one of the worst, uh, but I guarantee it. Even though the Bills are like their fans aren't really that kind of team or uh those kind of fans but it it's going to be like after an NBA championship game or a Stanley Cup victory it's going to be riots out in the street and uh what what the hell was that movie with Jim Carrey when he was in the new studio and there was the whole oh, riot outside everybody? yeah when the the sabers won the Stanley Cup and midgets hey. are rioting outside and all that shit <laughs> Like,
1: I mean, it won't even just be that night. It'll be the whole week. Can you sell us today out of beer? Like, if it might happen, Buffalo might run out of beer.
0: Oh, it's gonna happen. And chicken wings, possibly.
3: <laughs> <laughs> people Man. from all over the world will congregate in Buffalo that week.
0: Legit, sure. Right. People are people will travel to Buffalo just to yeah. be in the home of the Bills Super Bowl victory. Like, yeah. they're, it's gonna anything, happen. Eating
3: and eating wings all day. <laughs>
1: It'll be a huge party. Absolutely huge.
0: All right. Well, I think that's uh, somewhat enough Bills talk. It's never enough Bills talk, but right. I think it is for tonight. Uh, Trev, you were kind of on the, on the verge of bumping into your topic. So why don't we jump into that?
1: Yeah. So, like, I was kind of thinking beforehand, like, the reason why I think it's similar, like, when I was talking before about, like, when you're watching a your show and you're waiting for the final episode. You guys tell me if you're into it, um, but I wanted to kind of talk about the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe.
2: Ooh.
0: And,
1: like, I, I'm intrigued.
0: Like, I, I love me some Batman. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I had uh, to say one it. What movie was that where the dude's like, hey, do you like my Batman impression? This kryptonite's killing me. And then the one dude was like, Ah oh, dude, that's Superman. He's like, Oh, thank you. Oh no, he's like, No, that's that's a good Superman. He's like, Oh thank you. Like he didn't know that it was not <laughs> Batman. Alright. <Yeah>, uh, <laughs> right, so hit me with some MCU, man.
1: I mean, are you guys into it? Do you like that stuff?
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay. I've seen I've seen all the probably every movie, at least once. Awesome. Just about, yeah. yeah.
1: Actually, I think it's It's such a fun thing that, like, when you look back on movies like right now, like um, Goodfellas or Godfather, things like that, like, you have these movies that are, like, two movies, three movies long, things like that, and they're they're such classics. Um, It's it's such a cool thing that will be passed down, I think, to, like, the next generation, the generation after that. Like, I remember going to the first movie, like, um, like the first Iron Man, and then, like, at that time, it was like, oh, this is pretty cool and then like it kind of grew and like the whole uh, kind of groundbreaking effort of like it's not just this movie it's like we're going to connect this movie to other movies and then we're going to have all these other movies characters in one movie um, <laughs> and then to build yeah. off that and it's
2: like, like the bills
1: yeah right <laughs> and so you take the, the team whole, effort yeah so you take the Avengers and it's like this is just like the tip of the iceberg we're going to keep building um, and you get, um, you know, 10 or more years down the line to the point of this recent uh, Infinity War and Endgame movie. So I guess I wanted to kind of, like, just say that I love it. I mean, like, I could talk about all kinds of topics around it, but I guess I was just going to ask you guys, like, if you had a favorite character, a favorite, a favorite um, hero from the movies and why.
0: I, I want to jump in because mine won't be as in-depth, Um Obviously, I love Tony Stark just because of his, um, his fuckboy uh, persona. Like, he's just such a douchebag in the best Play way possible. Yeah. Like, he's just so, so much of a dick, but he does so much to help everyone else. And I, I love that uh, because, like, he can say, hey, that jacket makes you look dumb. Uh, but hold on, there's okay. a bad guy behind you. I'm going to kill him anyway and save your life. Like, I, I don't know why. I just love that. Uh, and I also love uh, Tom Holland as yeah. Spider-Man. Like, yeah, sure. I thought the last guy, uh, Garfield, right? Yeah.
2: I yeah.
0: thought, yeah, Andrew Garfield. Yeah, I thought he was a great Spider-Man. But there's something about Tom Holland. And I wish that they would stop getting new Spider-Mans.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, but, yeah, there's something about God. Tom Holland. That is just amazing. His personality off screen as well. Like I see him on like TikTok and stuff. He is just so so childish, and yet mature enough to, you know, do things like his his comedic humor, really truly falls
3: in line with how Spider Man actually is.
1: (laughs) Yeah, for sure.
3: I mean, you pretty much said it. You know, Tony. Gig Leone. you see my sunglasses here <laughs> do i think my favorite mcu character is i'll, I'll wait oh it? uh, it's the hulk <laughs> oh yeah 100 i'm wearing green yeah so my favorite's tony stark because he's a fucking badass douchebag dipshit who <laughs> has has the world and doesn't give a fuck and that's he and he's so selfless like what like he touched on like I remember in the, the line always stuck with me, Steve Rogers, don't like him. He said in the first movie, you'd never, ever think of anyone else or try to save anyone else other than yourself. And then, of course, he had to prove him wrong because we ain't taking that shit. And so every movie, he sacrificed himself for the greater good and only took until the last movie to actually get, have him get killed that way. But he always was the sacrificing chip in every movie, and I, I think that's just why I like him so much.
2: Yeah, that's, yeah.
1: that's fair. You don't like Captain America?
3: <laughs> nah. I don't like his righteous, stupid attitude. Tony Stark said it himself in the first movie. You I need to stick up your ass, Cap.
0: <laughs> I do agree that Captain America's character is spot on to how Captain America should be. Um...
3: But I, mean, I did like him in Infinity War and Endgame because he got a little bit more dark and rogue. He wasn't Captain America. He was just a guy with powers. Yeah, I mean, and that's why, why I like him so well. He does. Yeah, I think the reason why those movies work and do so well is because the chemistry and the writing for just the characters blend so well that it's almost like you're at a party with them and you're drinking like you're like one of the bros like you want to just chill with them because they're so cool. I think that's yeah. why the movies do so well is because of their chemistry on screen.
0: Also, the rewatchability. Uh It doesn't matter how many times you've seen any of those movies. They're they're still good uh, individually.
2: Um, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and like Travis touched on a little bit earlier, not only is it all of the movies themselves working together, but they're all intertwined. Like if you ever had the time and the funds and whatever else you needed, uh, like a bottle to pee in or something, you still wouldn't be able to make it through all of the movies in one sitting in the correct order. However, there is a list of even movies combined with the TV shows on Netflix and stuff that, to watch them in order they're not the order you think they would be in like they're not the order that they came out and those kind of things i absolutely love because you're yeah. you're ahead if you watch this movie you know something that wasn't supposed to happen until you watch this movie but it came out three years after the movie where you found it out so like how were you yeah. supposed to know that yeah to watch them all in order it's a complex and list
3: that, i'd want to do that <laughs> take about a month to do it but i'm right. gonna do it one day
1: i i like your guys approaches and like so like i'm kind of the same way where like i love tony stark he's the first the first movie is iron man you know yeah and like i i, I kind of approach it two ways like if you told me like pick your favorite superhero like i love spider-man i just i love him like <laughs> he's got the coolest superpowers like super strange got of like kind of like a jedi like one with the force kind of sense like yeah he's got spider sounds you can sense danger um, wanna crawl up walls, you wanna swing through New York City, yeah, I got that too. Um, and he's smart. But like, if you told me to pick a character from the MCU what this happened so far, like and it would not have been this way up through the first couple movies, but once Ragnarok came out, I love Thor. Like yeah. If, even like the <laughs> endgame, game, like he's just like flogging back beers. He's just like, Whatever, man.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, when he got fat. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he's just—I forget what they said to him—and he's just like, "How about a Bloody Mary?" (laughs) Yeah, and the worst part (laughs) is—he's like trying to get like to come back to like the Avengers compound. He's like, "I got beer on the ship." (laughs) He's like, "What kind?"
0: kind? (laughs) The worst part is, it's very hard to like. Obviously, we said our favorites like right off the bat, really no questions asked. But it, it is very hard to actually like pick your actual favorites. When it comes down to oh, the MCU, anything because because I love almost all of them. Right. I I even like um what's his name Hawkeye. He's yeah, also he's so cool. He's also like one of the biggest dicks. And I think because he's bad vibes and he's so cool. Yeah, I think because he's so much of a dick, I like him so much. I don't know why. When you're a dick, but you can throw that humor in and also like not actually be a dick it's one of my favorite like qualities you know like me picking on anthony for you know looking like tony stark over there you know that's
1: <laughs> i like it though it's got i like the glasses. Yeah. Vibes you gotta
0: there. you gotta go, uh, cut it down to the goatee again and keep the glasses on then you'll be tony stark
1: <laughs> And i'm like i'm i'm yeah, super, i let it go i'm super excited for the boys that are coming out i mean like I'm not even addressing, like, all the Disney Plus shows that are happening, but, like, um, the movies that are about to come out, like Shang-Chi, The Eternals. Yes. um, uh, Spider-Man, No Way Home, I think, and then uh, Doctor Strange. Like, there's so much coming out. It's just like, yeah. I'm
3: so excited for Shang-Chi. I
0: don't know what that one is. Uh, Oh, that's the guy who puts the Chinese letters around him. And does something with him, and they shoot something. Yeah, all right. I have seen a preview.
1: <laughs> I also want to address black. It's gonna Panther, be cool. Like without Chadwick Boseman, like uh, it's so sad. Like he played the Black Panther so well, and just like he did. Um, didn't I'm gonna miss him.
2: Didn't the MCU
0: um, or whoever, but Disney, uh, didn't they do something around that with his death, like with his know. actual death? Didn't they make like his isn't the Black Panther now a female?
1: I don't know. I think they. I don't think they're going to replace him, like, recast him. And uh, he did, like, a voice for the What If series that is out right now. Okay. Like, it was episode two where, like, it was, like, what if instead of uh, Peter Quill, who was Star-Lord, what if it was uh, the Black Panther uh, who was abducted and became Star-Lord? And he did the voice for that. All right. Um, yeah, that was a good episode, too, so... I don't know. I, had, I just thought he portrayed the character well. He's such a great actor, and I'll, I'll miss him.
0: A great actor, and uh, deep down, like one of the best people on this earth.
1: Absolutely.
0: Like he was That's doing such a good uh, guy. He was doing a shit ton for charities and
2: stuff.
1: Yeah, but in general, I think he brought so much to the MCU, and the MCU—it it's, it's, its keeps growing. You know, like it. I don't think it'll stop. And
3: um, thing that. Uh, what's his name? I can't remember the guy's name, the director, but he plays Phil or the like kind of watcher for Peter Parker, Tom Holland's character. He was like Tom, It was Tony Stark's assistant. I can't remember the guy's oh, name. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Show. John uh, Favreau. Piggy or something. John Favreau. He's so he's he's like pretty much a director of, of these movies. Is he and really? I gotta tell you, like. Yeah, so the guy who was Tony Stark's assistant in the movie is, is like one of the directors of the movie. Oh, shit. Movies, I should say. John Favreau. He's, he directed uh, Buddy the Elf. That's how he got famous. Uh, was he was... Back in the day, he directed... Or like an assistant director or something. Yeah, he was in that movie, too. Yeah. He's in the most of the movies he
0: directs. Honestly, yeah. these, these days, I feel like if you're not in a movie that you direct, it's not a good movie. Like, if you can't put your face in the movie, uh, it's not worth
3: actually being out there. But, uh, what's his name? Ty Kidi, I think his name is. Or y uh The guy who was in Thor Ragnarok. Like, the stone guy who is Thor's friend.
2: Hey, man. how how you doing? Just too oh. much, <laughs> Hey, Thor. This guy's calling me a piece of crap. Can you go kick his ass? <laughs>
3: Literally, he was, like, chilling in his room playing Fortnite. Yep. Yeah, he talks like this. This is just be... Yeah, so he, he's directed... He directed the Thor Ragnarok movie. Alright. But he, he was featured as voice in, in things, so... Yeah, I think that's a really great character skill to have, but something that these directors for Marvel movies just do so well is casting. They just find the right person for that role. And it's never been a bad pick ever, ever. I can't think of a character in Marvel that's been a bad pick.
0: Um, since the MCU like actually got started, I agree. Um,
3: I'm talking about the recent with Iron Man and on, um, like yeah, not the older movies because no. those are bad.
0: Because the original Spider-Man movie with uh, uh Toby uh, McGuire,
3: that was. Well, that was also Fox.
0: That that was pretty bad.
3: (laughs) Marvel didn't have anything to do with that. Marvel sold the rights. (laughs) Marvel sold the rights to Fox for Spider Man, basically, and then Disney got him back for a contract with the movies. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, I they've pretty much nailed it with every casting. I can't think of a casting in a Marvel movie that has been bad. Now, DC on the other end all over the place bad. They've had a, quite a few good ones, like Gail Kadat as Wonder Woman. Fucking nailed it, right? <laughs> uh, Jason Momoa as Aquaman. Nailed it. Uh, fucking nailed. Affleck right. as Batman.
0: Nah. Didn't nail it. Uh, I don't... Who the fuck was it? I just saw an article. They were talking about um, trying to recast Batman as somebody else. Robert Pattinson. Oh, yeah, I think... Maybe you and I talked about this already. Hey, um,
3: Pattinson's uh, gonna be a Batman of some caliber. I don't know when or where.
0: Yeah, and even still, he's a great actor and he would do a great job. But like, I I, I don't think they really know exactly how they want Batman to be portrayed because Affleck.
3: A great Batman. I'm gonna tell you right now, and it's gonna make you laugh. But yeah, I want you to think about it, John Cena. <laughs> I won't lie, all I can think about
0: with John Cena as Batman is <laughs> <laughs> like, just a bad guy doing something and then you hear something in the corner and you see some black masked face doing this and then all of a sudden you're Isn't just getting Batman? like
2: <laughs>
3: You see Batman like chilling on the top of a building, <laughs> and like the bats, the bat signal goes off in the background, and he just like jumps off with his bat wings, and it's like
1: bah, 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 bah. <laughs> legit.
3: Like
0: you know, that is all know, I can picture. Awesome.
1: <laughs> Tell me, it wouldn't be cool if like either one of the Avengers, one of the superheroes in the MCU, like either had one, or if it was an actual Avenger itself, like if it. Ha- and if an Avenger had a dog who was also, like, an Avenger, you know what I mean? Like, like a superheroic dog that had super strength or super speed, and I was like, I mean, that would be, for, for me, I, I love dogs, and, like, if you just like, oh, yeah, this is that'd be sick. so-and-so. Like, they
3: have a comic like that. Really? Adventures mm-hmm. of Superdog? I don't know the name of it, but <laughs> I've seen it in a store before. So, they have quite a few animal comics.
0: You know how Marvel has done really well with their cinematic universe movies? DC has done shit when it comes down to movies, unless they are specifically individual
2: movies.
3: Um, Yeah, I think the only two movies of DC that I've even liked in the last probably 10 years has been Wonder Woman and Aquaman.
0: I can see that. Um, In
3: my personal opinion, I think Aquaman was the best so far.
0: Weirdly enough, I have not actually seen any of them from DC. Yeah. Uh, however, when it comes to DC, they've done at least a decent job. It's are shows that I've watched many a time and am still watching. But DC has done really well when it comes down to like individual TV shows about a character. Yeah, The Flash, Green Arrow. Um, those are good. What's the? It's the one where they're. The space... Um, it's basically people from uh, The Flash and Green Arrow, but now they're in the space thing. I forget what it's called. Watchtower? No. They did like a a mashup, kind of. Like every season of The Flash and Green Arrow basically had a combo episode with um, each other. And then it was like a... Not Back to the Future, but... Or Guardians of the Galaxy. But it was something along those lines. You had the guy with the ice gun. This is how little I remember their names. guy with the ice gun. The guy with the fire gun. They were bad guys in The Flash. But they're on the spaceship. You got the girl who died and was reincarnated in uh, The Flash. Or in Green Arrow. She is on the ship. You got uh, the flame guy, which is two people they're on the ship and like they just go back and forth in time and prevent things from happening to make the world stop ending at a certain point basically they they it's literally guardians of the galaxy but in a different context and i'm mad that i can't remember the name of the show but uh their show on daredevil was also really good individually yep they also had that iron fist that was DC, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Punisher. They've had a lot of great individual TV shows, but I think it takes a little bit less to make a TV show um, with seasons and stuff than it does combining movie after
2: movie not mattering Where's when the they come one?
3: out. Uh, hey, was, it, was, it, was it this? I can't remember the guy's name, but it's a TV show that I watch with a, uh, there's a black guy as the main character. And I can't remember if it was Marvel or DC. It's on Netflix. I think his name was like Johnny or something.
0: Oh, uh, DC. You it wasn't Johnny Tsunami. I know that.
3: No. <laughs> he's like super strong. And he's just this, this, this really buff black guy. And I can't remember his name as a superhero. It, it might not be Johnny, to be honest.
0: I'm not sure. I do know what you're talking about. I saw it, and I didn't
3: like Luke it. Cage. Luke Cage. Oh, yeah. That's what it was. Luke Cage. Uh, that is definitely a show that I recommend. It's Marvel. It is brilliant. You said you watched it, and you didn't like it?
0: I started to, yeah. I wasn't a huge fan. Uh, I told you.
3: I'd get in like season two. It gets better. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but you got to watch a whole season to get there. Uh, Well, the first season's good. It's just not as good as two. I told you, man. When it comes down to who makes what better, uh, my opinion personally, Marvel does better movie-wise and DC does better TV show-wise, which is part of the reason why I got into The Flash and Green Arrow um, and why I haven't gotten into shows like Luke Cage or... uh, that one with the, the chick. I don't know. There's so
3: many out there. Can't see them all. Uh, not to change the subject from DC, well, Marvel DC, but have any of you guys watched Invincible yet?
1: Um, I don't know. I don't think so. You're going to
3: have to give the me new our, a recap. It's on Amazon Video. Yes. It's a new comic book slash not affiliated with DC or Marvel. They actually... Make fun of those universes by creating heroes somewhat like the heroes in there. It's great. The story's amazing. It's so bloody. It's so. Uh, dark. I'm trying to think. What is, uh, is like, a thirteen year old cannot watch it?
0: No, no, it is definitely adult rated. Um, it's the fucking. It looks like the artwork from. He's a super spy or whatever, on like Cartoon Network. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's not Bojack Horseman. Um, it's like that one guy. That's how bad I am with fucking names of shows that I don't yeah, actually watch. Too. Like I know exactly what it is.
1: <laughs> the girl from DC. You weren't talking about like that Supergirl show or something like that, were you? Uh,
0: I like that one. No, there's a a Marvel one that they just put out, not that long ago. Oh,
3: okay. Yeah. Um. Now I'm gonna have baby, to fucking look this baby. up. <laughs> Damo, 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 damo. Anyway, yeah, Invincible, I'm sure you guys have seen the memes, but Omni-Man, the dude in, like, the white and red superhero outfit with the mustache, looks like a Chad.
0: Yep, Uh, he looks like um, the guy from the paper from, uh, what is it, Daily
3: Planet? Daily Bugle, yeah, same guy. Yeah, that's the
0: one, yeah. Yeah. It, legit, his character is... Like, the look of his character is based off of him in real life. Like...
2: Yep.
3: <laughs> Only just more manly. This is who we got? Must watch. Do you remember the guy in the original Daily Bugle Spider-Man from, like, 2000 with Tobey Maguire? Um, the owner of the Daily Bugle, like, the head?
1: Oh, Jonah Jameson?
3: Jonah yeah. Jameson. So the guy who played him... Is actually the voice actor for the superhero guy, Omni-Man, in the show Invincible on Amazon Video. And they oh. modeled him to look just like him.
1: So Amazon has two sh- Im- superhero shows? Like, There's one called The Boys, but there's also another one called Invincible? Yep. Okay.
3: Invincible is a must-watch. It's, it's great. Episode same- one... It's 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 like you think it's like this amazing thing where it's like, oh, this is a nice show. I should show my kids this. And then by the end of episode one, there's just bloody death everywhere. And you're like, I should not show my kids this. It starts off so innocent. And then the rest of the show just goes downhill. (laughs) Legit. That's great. Me and Baptiste binged it in two days. Yeah. While Um, eating Jet's pizza.
1: Was it one series or like multiple series that you binged?
3: So it's one season for now, but the comic books probably have enough room for about three to four seasons of a show. Gotcha. So it's going to be great. There's eight episodes in season one with about 40 minutes each episode, so it's a pretty good watch.
1: Okay.
0: It's a very good show. I am not all the way through the first season,
2: uh, but it is... It's funny, too. like it's not just uh, death and gore. It, how many yeah. episodes, how many episodes did you say per season? I think eight. Okay. How many seasons Don't quote me on so that. Just one. Okay, to my knowledge.
1: Did it come out recently?:
3: Yeah, it came out this year uh, towards the beginning of the year, like March, April. May. Okay.: Gotcha. Definitely so, definitely worth a watch. So to recap, your favorite superhero Richie is Iron Man or the secondary dose of Spider Man. Uh yeah,
0: they're kind of like on the same tier for me. I wouldn't say secondary. Uh,
3: it's good Iron Man and Iron Man too. <laughs>
0: but more Iron or less. Junior.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Trav, yours is
2: um Yeah, what did you say?
1: So I mean, like I, I love Iron Man. Like if I, I just didn't want to, put on the same road as as what you guys might have already gone down through. So like, if I had to pick one, like just in general, like what's my favorite superhero? I'd I'd, I'd take Spider Man. But if you took the MCU characters, like Iron Man, Thor, yeah, even Spider Man. Like I, I love them all. Um, but I thought Thor was. Like, how do you pick one? You know exactly.
0: That's what I'm talking about, man. That it's so hard to just pick one because they're all so good, and yeah. especially the actors that they got to cast for oh, those nice. characters. Yeah. Like it, they're all spot on. I love
1: even Paul, even Paul Rudd and Ant Man. Like Paul Rudd is hilarious. Oh,
3: yeah, he nailed the, the role with. Uh, when he had the little burrito and then Hulk came up and the helicopter smashed the burrito and Hulk gives him a new burrito and everyone else was picking on Ant-Man the whole time and he's just like, yay! <laughs> <laughs> and Hulk's just like, "There you going? i all happy and shit, <laughs> made my day. That's right. <laughs> Wait, let's, let's do a top three since we can't just pick one. Let's, let's do a top three. How's that sound? And then we can, we can go on from there. Alright, okay. we'll start with you, Trev.
1: Um, I'll take Iron Man. I'll take Spider-Man. I oh, mean, I love Black Panther. I love what he's all about. Um, and I love Captain America, too. But i mm, I think I'd take Thor. I love those characters. I love Iron Man. I love Spider-Man. And I love Thor. But, I mean, like, to, I, not to, like, I, I don't want to break off this topic that we're about to go down, but, like, the top three. But, like, tell me that if Thanos hadn't rained all those missiles down, Scarlet Witch would not have to. He Scarlet Witch would have wrecked them, you know. Like, like I think her. Like this next movie with like Doctor Strange, and Scarlet Witch. I think Loki might be in it too, but I think that's gonna be crazy too. Um, yeah, I can't so anyways, wait. I'm sorry. I love Scarlet Witch. I love Doctor Strange. I love Loki. Um, but I'd take Iron Man. I would take Spider Man, and I would take Thor.
3: All right. My number one is Iron Man. Well, my number two,
2: number two is Thor. He's
3: loves beer, loves working out, loves to play Fortnite and video games. He's, he's my dude. And then number three is a tough one for me. I was originally going to go with Deadpool, but I instantly remembered that I love Wolverine.
2: <laughs> there you go.
3: And, and so my number three is Wolverine.
2: All right. Okay.
0: I won't lie, uh, forgetting about the, M- the entirety of the MCU, um, a handful of characters from that had slipped my mind earlier. Um, number one is still going to be uh, Spider Man. I'm going to go Spider Man over Iron Man, uh, but only the Tom Holland version because he's
2: way better. How uh, much better? Number two, I got to go with uh, Star-Lord. Good old Chris Pratt, because he
0: is absolutely amazing. Um, Hilarious. Well, I'll I'll go with the combo of him and uh, uh, Rocket Raccoon
2: and Groot. Like, just those three, without them, it's garbage. Uh, You can't have them
0: alone, but you also can't have them together. Because I think that it's a mess.
3: <laughs> Rocket just make anyone better. Like when Rocket and Groot were with Thor, it was just the best thing on yeah, the screen. Yeah, hundred percent. Those three. Like anytime those two are with another person, it's just amazing. Yeah. Uh, so
0: number two is Star Lord, Groot, and Rocket. Um, and number three, I I do have to go with Deadpool because God is he an asshole. I I love assholes. What can I say? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Ryan Reynolds. Like, it's just so good. There was one scene um, they tried to get... uh, Ryan Reynolds apparently tried to get uh, I guess the owners or director or whatever to do and they were like, no, that is far too bad. So instead they replaced it with him sitting on the bridge drawing uh, him killing somebody. But he was gonna... (laughs) What's a that? Scene
1: he was supposed to do? Yeah. Was like a scene he was supposed
0: to do? Yeah. He was trying to get them to do something way worse than that. And they were like, no, this is still technically a family movie.
1: <laughs> I'm not, I'm technically,
3: somehow.
1: I'm not trying to put words in your mouth. I don't know if said like a scene or like an idea. I'm not sure.
3: Well, it was supposed it
0: it was his idea for a scene for the original Deadpool when he was sitting on the bridge drawing the picture in like the opening credits or whatever. Uh I I follow Ryan Reynolds on TikTok and it he brought it up one day and I was like, holy shit, that would have been it would have made the movie right then and there. Um, but obviously you got to go with what the directors say and stuff like that. So. But yeah, that's my top three. Or six, really. <laughs> Five, whatever nice the fuck listener.
3: it is. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to have to go with a question for everybody. As this is my topic, and it directly ties into that topic, kind of. Tell me more, Dad. I'll let, I'll let you decide with which one that you want to do. The first question, or we could answer both questions. Depends on what you guys want. The first question is... If you could go anywhere in the world right now as you only had one day to live, where would you go to spend the rest of your day? And the second question is if you had to pick one superpower to have, what would you do?
2: I say let's do both. All right. Who's up? Who wants to go first? Oh, man.
0: I'll go. I'll go first on location. I don't know about a superpower. That's, that one's harder. Uh, but I know at least location-wise, if I only had one day left to live, you better believe it's Orchard Park, Bill Stadium. No.
1: <laughs> Super Bowl. <laughs>
0: That's right. Uh, no, I would. I want to go to Fiji. Yeah, I want crystal clear blue waters. I want mountain view. I want beach. I want sunset. I
2: want purity, especially if I'm gonna die. I think uh, I think Fiji want, sums that
3: up. Uh, the content feeling, yeah, peaceful mind, peace, beauty, happiness.
0: If I was gonna die tomorrow and I could go to Fiji right now, I lied. If I was going to die in two days, and I could go to Fiji right now, I would do that.
2: It's going to take about a day to get there.
1: Travel <laughs> time.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you just No, you just teleport there instantly. Like, you're going to die. You can go anywhere you want with one quick click. Where would you go? That, so, all right. You can go to Fiji. Yeah, Fiji. Spend your whole day there. Can I just... Get a couple coffees so you don't fall asleep on your last day.
0: If I'm teleporting there can i just keep teleporting so that i don't actually die like if i'm gonna teleport no there, you only I get just... one
3: teleport oh all right <laughs> it's like a fairy godmother she teleports you there and leaves you there to die Dang.
1: and trick question that's your superpower
3: <laughs> that i was gonna say
0: in that case that's yeah. my superpower i'm just gonna teleport <laughs> everywhere
1: <laughs> all right Trav, where would you go A legit answer is like wherever my family is. Cause that's, I mean, that's where I'd want to be. But like, if I had to pick location, like, like all right, you can take
2: them with you. All right, with the snap.
1: I'm going to Italy, man. Like, I'm going there. I'm gonna have pasta. I'm gonna have fresh ingredients. I'm gonna have pizza. I'm gonna have wine. They have, uh, you know, he he wants
0: the rigatoni.
1: I do didn't yeah. they a- when I was there for an internship I did um near the end of my schooling, like it was awesome, and like uh my instructor was telling me to go down to uh, Sicily, and um like they have like uh like old volcanoes and things like that, so like whatever you want, you know like you can hike alongside the ocean, you can go see volcanoes, you can have great food um the people there are extremely nice um fun times good food amazing scenery uh you can have as much wine as you want and it's delicious so that's where i'd go man i mean they have beer too but their wine is delicious
2: yeah if
0: you're going to italy you're drinking wine not beer
1: that's right <laughs> i mean like when i was there i could get a six pack of beer for like two dollars and fifty cents And I could get like a premium bottle of wine for like five bucks. It was great.
2: All right. I think I'll do my superpower now. Um,
0: I do think teleportation would probably be my superpower. I hate, I love driving, but I hate driving. Um, I hate traffic and living a half an hour away from work, roughly. When I get out like on time, I get stuck in traffic, and now it's a 45-minute drive. And if I could not get home at 8.30, almost 9 o'clock, when I get out of work at 8, 8.30, that'd be super awesome. Like, I get out of work, now I'm home. <laughs>
1: right.
0: That, that sounds absolutely amazing. You'd save so much time. You could do so Why many not? more things in a day.
1: You don't got to schedule flights to places. You're just like, you want to go to Europe today? Boom.
0: Yeah, save a
3: lot of money, all that. Yep. Straight to the airport. Yeah. Mars? Well, you don't need the car. What's a car? Huh? Driver's license, what? Straight to the airport? You don't even have to do that.
1: <laughs> you want to go to the space? You just
3: go to your... We're going. <laughs> <laughs> want to go to Mars? That's right. So if you, to, if you were to come up with a power origin story of how you got your powers, how do you think you would have gotten your teleportation power? if you had to come up with like an origin story,
0: I would say that my car was struck by lightning while I was sitting in a traffic jam. Like it's ironic.
3: <laughs> it made you teleport.
0: <laughs> yeah. It, like almost how like the flash got his powers and, you know, getting struck by lightning and all that fun stuff. I'll just be sitting in the car and stuck because there a tractor trailer tipped over on the expressway. Uh, and another tractor trailer was involved, and you're stuck in traffic for two hours, or four hours for some people. And you know, rainstorm, and then all of a sudden, kabow, and then all of a sudden, you lose your car because you're home because you're so pissed off, you just magically transport, and you're like, whoa, what just happened? Where's my car? And it takes you like a month to find it
3: at the tow yard. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. That's a pretty good story. I think it's, I think I guess, it's, clever. Uh,
2: not a great TV show, but decent. What would your name be? Oh, a superhero name? Circle back to me on that. TP Klee. TP Klee. Okay.
3: okay. <laughs> Teleport Cle. I'll go with, uh, my country that I'll, I'll travel to if I'm dying. And I'd go to Japan. There's so much to do in Tokyo. I just would want to do everything. but like They have so much stuff there to do. Ah. I would just try to fit as much into one day as possible, and then within the last 30 minutes of my life, I would want to fight a samurai in a battle to the death and have him kill me because I'm going to die anyway. So I'd go out like a warrior, basically.
0: Well, you wouldn't want to go to... Um... I forget the actual name of it, but the English name for it is a suicide forest.
3: I mean, I don't know if I want my spirit to be ripped apart for all eternity by ghosts. (laughs) I think I'd rather die like in a... (laughs) I guess that's fair. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if I want to be trapped in a forest for all eternity (laughs) with my spirit.
0: I heard it is a beautiful place, though. Creepy as fuck, but beautiful. Gorgeous.
3: Only go during the daytime and make sure you bring magnets because the only thing the spirits can mess with time, electronics and that sort of thing. Yep. The only thing they can't mess with is magnets. So if you have uh, powerful enough magnets to tell which direction if you're heading north or south, then you're good to go. They can't actually trap you. They can't mess with magnetic waves basically.
0: Yeah, also other bring other like, that, like some to to trees.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: It's nuts. And I would love to check it out from the parking lot
3: (laughs) oh gosh uh trev what's your superpower oh yeah yeah what's your superpower Trev? do you got one
1: like i mean like who doesn't want to be able to fly right but like if you fly like it's great but like i mean like who doesn't want super strength right you can lift heavy stuff like that's I think I would love to be able to talk to animals. Like, if you could talk to any animal that was out there, like, whether it's your dog, whether it's uh, a whale, whether it's a lion, like, whoever, you know what I mean? Like, you got that one, like, planes can fly, machinery can lift everything, but, like, nobody, nothing can talk to animals. And if you're that one person, like, that is... A superpower in itself. Like you're one of a kind of anything.
0: You're Doctor Doolittle, man. I love it.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Doolittle. Here's what my dog wants. It doesn't want food. Like he's just mad at you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You stop petting me, you motherfucker.
3: Touch me again. Touch (laughs) me again.
1: (laughs) Like, oh, that's a pretty
3: cool superpower.
1: Yeah, you know, so be able to just, like, chat with animals and be like, here's what they want, here's what they're saying, here's what they're trying to warn you of, here's what they're trying to tell you, here's what they actually need, I think that'd be awesome.
3: it would be. So it would be. Like, when you talk back to them, you talk back to them, like, how they talk, so, like, if you're talking to a squirrel on the side of the street, you'd be like...
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and, like, people around you are like, the fuck is this bitch doing? <laughs>
0: Makes you look crazy. Like, I like it. <laughs> yeah. How? Yeah. Seeing as Anthony asked me this, what's your origin story? How oh, would you would come? An-
1: I'm sorry. Oh no. Um,
0: <laughs> How would you have come to find out you could talk to animals?
1: Ooh. Um.
0: I know Doctor Doolittle did a very bad job. They just kind of like woke up one day and could hear the chipmunks or whatever.
1: <laughs> I mean, like. Use at it. it. <laughs> Wouldn't it be awesome, like if you were just like in this really perilous situation, like I don't know if like you fell off a truck in a safari or like you were <sighs> in the ocean with a shark or like something traumatic where like you survived the event, and like like this horrific situation where the animal attacked you, and then you woke up the next day and they're like, "I don't know how you survived, I don't know like how you only have a few scratches on you, but you did, and then you wake up and you're just like. Like you hear all this different chatter going around and it's like the birds talking outside your window or like you know you walk outside and like somebody's walking their dog and like the dog's just like talking crap about their owner <laughs> so like,
3: what i'd make a great tv show that would yeah, right
1: and i
0: so, would love that
1: and so uh 10
0: out of 10 and, would watch
1: <laughs> but then it goes on right like let's say you like go to like the zoo or the disney animal kingdom or the sea world and like somebody's in like perilous trouble and they're like they're about to just like you know like something awful is about to happen you're just like you're like in your head you're like thinking like stop but then like kind of like come to it and you're like actually talking to the animal people just like all right
0: that'd be cool yeah like i said man 10 out of 10 would watch
1: (laughs) all right i'll get it in production
3: Oh man.
1: Like imagine like you got the superpower, and you're like, all right, how am I gonna put it into use? I'm gonna be a lifeguard at the beach and like you see a shark coming along, the shark's gonna eat the person in the water and the shark's like, I'm gonna eat you and then like you're a lifeguard and you're like, Please don't and the <laughs> like, Alright, I won't do that.
0: Alright, I got you. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'll I go find some It's Not near me.
1: <laughs> yeah, so like on the beach a
3: little bit to the other lifeguard. I just I I don't not me.
1: That's <laughs> right. <laughs> That's funny. I'll submit it for review.
3: (laughs) There you
1: go. Maybe, I don't know. Alright,
3: if I had to pick a power, I'm going to go a little bit weird here. And I'm going to say have the power to be able to travel through mirrors. So you have a mirror in front of you. You can enter the mirror yourself and you get into another mirror world and then you can go and travel in that mirror world or bring drag people into it or something where like you're basically invincible in this mirror world like no one can hurt you and like you can go to other mirrors and exit them at another point so like say that like i go in the mirror in my house i can go all the way to the mirror by like the target by me and exit that mirror if i wanted to
0: what about my mirror
3: yeah, I can go in your mirror if I want. All right, but in, right, in well, my mirror world, I can control everything in my mirror world, so I can just go into your door, get into your house, and then exit the mirror from in your house.
0: All right. Uh, would you still have to, uh, like spend time traveling? Or no,
3: nah, because how it would work is I'm a particle of light. Once I enter the mirror, so I can just travel as fast as I want in the okay. mirror world. I'm basically. It, I create my own physics in the mirror world. But then once I exit, I'm vulnerable. If someone breaks the mirror like of, at my house or something, like say I'm in a fight, then I can't like exit out that same mirror. I have to find another mirror. And like walk back to my house. And yeah, so yeah. all the mirrors in my house are destroyed. What's up?
1: Sounds like Monsters, Inc.
3: Yeah, kind of. Right. I got the idea from a, from a the Flash? show called JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yeah. If you guys have heard of that,
1: I don't think, and
3: it's like the anime of all animes.
1: It's like Monsters Inc. Like, I mean that like in you know, like a really awesome way. Like, you know, like how they like to go through doors, but like there's that one part of the movie where the door gets destroyed. That's like go find like another way. Anyways, put
0: it all together. Yeah,
1: that'd be cool.
3: So it's like that with mirrors, and like in my mirror world, I control everything. You can't do anything, basically. I do like I that idea. Physics and reality itself, and then, but like again, once I leave the mirror, you could kill me. How would you get that?
2: Uh, that power?
3: So I, I think how I got the power. I, I was gonna say two ways of how I got the power. The one way was I was in the sun way too long, and. I kind of fell onto a mirror and, like, just fell into the mirror as, like, light. Like, I had switched sun in me or something, like, UV, and then I fell into the mirror and just went into the mirror. I was like, oh, shit! And, like, I tripped or something. And, like, entered a full-body mirror and then I just went in. Okay.
2: That could be interesting.
3: A mirror fell on me. Like, like I was, like, trying to do something at, like, a store, like, my house, like, my full-body mirror... And then it just fell on me and I went into it. And instead of crushing me, it, I just went into the world.
0: You just like woke, uh, not woke up, but protecting yourself from the mirror. And then you look up and you're in this other universe, per se.
2: Yeah. All right. Wait, so you. With no one the mirror, else in it.
1: Or the mirror fell on you. Either one. Or you know,
3: I, I just found a special right. mirror and was able to enter it. And then that's how I got the powers.
2: There you
3: go. Either way, lots of different things could happen. Absolutely, the sun burning me was kind of like, a, like how I got the power thing. Like how, like you got struck by lightning, I was burned into a crisp, but then entered the mirror.
1: All right. I could right, even uh, see some sort of,
3: question. yeah.
1: What would Baptiste's power be?
3: Super dyslexia.
1: <laughs> <No>. Super <laughs> dyslexia.
3: Not only does his dyslexia work on uh, like for him, but like he can reverse someone's world. So they're seeing straight and then he can like snap his fingers or something and make someone's like reality, like their left eye actually see right and their right <laughs> eye see right, so everything's <laughs> backwards, and they're like, What the fuck? Even their movements are backwards. That'd be a cool ass power. Don't don't tell me that's not cool. That would be cool, like a I mean, discombobulating power. Yeah. You're trying to walk left and you're going right, because oh. everything's dyslexic. Oh, oh! We can all say cheese for a picture that I'm about to take on my on my uh, OBS.
2: <laughs>
3: I wanted to get a podcast picture for the Instagram done, so yeah, we did it. We got it. We got beers to review. We now, do. We I, do. I'll go first. Ravenous pig, foxtail coffee, everybody. It's, it's good. It's I. It's not like, hey, this is the best coffee drink ever. I mean, the Alcatraz Island that I had whoa, four or five episodes ago was way better. That cold brew, so much better. Uh, in terms of, this is more of a you're at the bar drink. You're chilling with your homies. You're at the bar. You're playing some board games at the bar, having a great time. That's a, this is a good drink for that. It's got a nice, light, malty roast. It's not too strong. It's not too coffee. It's not... I wouldn't say it's a blonde ale. I was getting more... <sighs> I was getting more, like, extra stout Guinness vibes from this drink.
2: Okay. Well, uh, wasn't
3: that uh, one a blonde? Oh, no, the no, Guinness blonde the Guinness was garbage. Blonde. That's right. That's garbage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, this... The Extra Stout is the only Guinness that I truly love. But I'm getting vibes like that from this, but not as good uh, considering the coffee flavors. I will say they said drink this cold for maximum freshness. I didn't. I've only had it warm, so I'm not going to hate on it too much. But being as big of a coffee fan as I am, and I do love Ravenous Pig. They've got some great beers out there. Uh, I'm just sorry to say this is not one of them. I was really hoping this was going to be good. So to the knowledge I have right now, I haven't had it cold. I'm going to give it like a 5.7. Um, I'm, I'm definitely going to we'll probably recap this at another point uh, on another episode when I've had it cold. I'll kind of just briefly touch on it. Hey, by the way, guys, that episode that I had a few times ago, that beer is actually like maybe a 7 cold, but for right now, I'm giving it a 5.7. I just, it, it didn't blow my socks off.
2: All right. 5.7, that's not bad, though. It's it's a drinkable beer. It's a 6.4 if you're at the bar. All right. It's drinkable.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's drinkable.
1: I like it. That I concludes my it. rating. All right, cool. So, um, yeah. So, Palm King at adds- uh, really is exactly like it says it is. I mean, like if you love pumpkin stuff, if you like pumpkin pie, that kind of thing, this beer is right up your alley. Um, it really does taste just like a piece of pumpkin pie. Um, you know, some people don't won't like that. You know, like they'll say that like, not, like the beer is too sweet or it's too. I don't want to say fruity. It just like it has that taste of a pumpkin pie in your hand, especially um, you know, when it's cold and fresh out of the fridge. I feel. Um, strong. It's an 8.6% beer. Um, so you get a little bit of that taste to it too. Um, I think it's perfect for days when it's a little bit more crisp and cool outside. Um, I mean, if you like it when it's hotter outside, you may want a cold beer and you enjoy it, fine. But definitely when it's a little bit more crisp and cool outside, you got the kind of all uh, vibe to the air. Um, that'd be nice. And it's a seasonal beer, so it only comes around, um, I think, you know, only sometimes it um during certain times of the year. Um if I had to rank it or like the taste a little bit strong, um I'd probably give it about like an eight point eight. Alright. Yeah, so if I'd asked if I recommend it or not, yeah, I'd recommend it for sure.
0: <laughs> ten out of ten, would recommend. Oh sorry, eight point eight, would recommend.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um enjoyable, good tasting, refreshing, strong, um, yeah, I'll enjoy it. I enjoy it, and
2: I enjoyed it. Tonight. All right. Well, perfect. Uh, yeah. So
0: I myself had a Strange Bird Portuguese Squeeze. Uh, just to recap, it's a Belgian quad, aged in port barrels, coming in at 11.5%. Um, just like my beer last week, which was another Strange Bird, um, this one is also bottle-conditioned. Uh, basically, Trev, I don't know if you know what that means. I explained it last week. Um,
1: what does bottle conditioned mean?
0: Exactly. Um, it's basically, they don't carbonate the beer until it's in the individual bottle.
1: They can carbonate it in the bottle?
0: Yep. So, cool. our, this beer and the one I had last week, I'm blanking on the name of, um, they were both bottle conditioned so each bottle had its own carbonation effect and then it was corked and let sit for a little bit. Um, says that they use <laughs> uh, fluffy Belgian yeast and the finest Belgian malt. It's only got 20 IBUs uh, and that is very true. It's a very strong beer, 11.5%. Uh, the IBUs definitely were suppressed being a a quad it's a, a quad ipa basically you don't get a super hoppy taste being aged in port barrels let me tell you i am not a red wine fan i don't like dry wines i am not fans of port when it comes to wine
2: you can taste the port you can taste the wine When it comes through. Um, It hits your tongue. And you're
0: like okay. And then you taste the port. And you're like okay.
2: Honestly this is. A fantastic beer. Um, I will. I want to put this. For being a
0: Belgian quad. God I wish I remembered the name of that one. I want to put it on the level. Of like a. A brewery that's been around a lot longer. Which technically. Apparently, the brewmaster has come from, I forget which one it was there as well, but the brewmaster came from a larger brewery and knows what he's doing. Um, so,
3: brewmaster.
0: I'm going to give this Portuguese squeeze, you know, my main squeeze is Portuguese. That's what the bottle says. I'm going to go ahead and give the Portuguese squeeze, I'm going to go with an 8.4. It is very up there. good. It is. It is very good. With the IBUs being so low, you can recommend this to somebody who doesn't like IPAs. Get them to fall in love. Like, it just... You take a sip. Uh, I drank this one. I pulled it out about a half hour before I opened it. Um, and I didn't finish this, mostly because it's 11.5% until just before we started. Uh, reviewing these so um
1: i'd be used about the half of here
0: yeah it's like the i forget what it actually stands for but it's like the bitterness of the hops so um okay basically the higher the number ibu the more bitter it is so flower power should be upwards of like 70 maybe if not higher
1: it says IBU is an abbreviation for the International Bitterness Unit scale. There you it go. It is from beerconnoisseur.com.
2: Yeah. What's flower power say? You still have that bottle?
1: Yeah. Does it stay on it? It
2: um, should. I, I'm just using my my noodle from having it before. Uh, it should be oh. upwards of seventy.
1: Um, it doesn't say here. I'll try to look it up real fast.
0: Yeah. But yeah, Portuguese Squeeze. Good old
2: 8.4. the name? <laughs> Same, good man. Old, good old geese Squeeze. <laughs> it's a very good beer. I'm a little let down on mine. Sorry, and bro. I got so
3: excited. and just It was basic. It was basic. Or Bing Foxtail Coffee, my favorite coffee place, and, you know, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, if I put some oat milk in this, some, like, chocolate oat milk,
2: frothed it up a little bit, you know, steamed it
3: a little bit, that might be big brain.
2: There you go. Uh, Speaking
0: of big brain, I was basically spot on. I don't know why... Travis has taken so long to find it.
1: 75.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I was spot the fuck on.
1: <laughs> What's that?
0: Uh, Flower Powers IBUs. Okay. I said about 70, right around there.
1: Okay, did you already find it?
2: Yeah. Uh, there's okay. a website called Untapped. Um,
1: That's
2: i on. Oh, yeah. Basically,
0: for anyone who doesn't know what Untapped is... You can create your own fucking... uh, Anthony and I actually talked about it with Chris, one of our previous guests. Um, It just rates and reviews beers, uh, but not in the same way that we are. Um, You just, like... You do it yourself, and then when other people are looking for it, they can look at... um, So this one... Flower Power specifically, has 134, almost 135,000
2: ratings.
3: So, I want to say, they have an app, too. Yeah, they do. Which is even great. Greater. Tur great. Yep. Definitely worth... Their app's pretty clean, too. They have a dark mode. Any fucking company that makes a dark mode for anything... <laughs> thank you. For not bleeding my eyes with white, yeah, legit. Yelp needs a damn dark mode.
1: Seventy-five isn't too high. I mean, like I'm for IBUs. You mean? I mean,
2: uh, uh no, it's up there. Um,
0: oh,
1: okay.
2: I mean,
0: with a name like Flower Power, you're definitely looking at like a a very floral, very hoppy type beer. Um,
2: okay.
0: I I want to say. I want to say that there's much higher. First off, there's a beer called um, Who (laughs) Laud? Dogfish Head. Dogfish Head makes a beer called Who (laughs) Laud? Amazing. Yeah, apparently it is one of the highest. Holy shit. Their IBU rating is a 658. So that is, that is a beer that even I'm afraid to try, but now I want to. Give it to me now. Yeah.
2: Give it to me now.
0: Oh, man. Baby. I didn't know that IBU scales went up this high. Uh, well, I'm already at 1100. Ooh. In 2007, McKellar, Hop Juice, 2007. Um. They came out with a beer that was 2007 IBUs. Uh, Flying Monkeys Alpha Fornication. In 2011, theirs was a 2500. Mm. And this one, just because of the name, I really want to try it.
2: In 2015 is when it was first released. Looks like it's a 9.8% beer.
0: It's called. Um, it's made by Carbon Smith. It's called fucks your shit up. Oh, sorry, fucks up your shit IPA. Fucks up your shit IPA. Uh, right to the point. Yep, twenty six hundred IBUs, which is insane. That one is one I'm terrified to try. I need to find it and I want to try it. I may not even like it because to me. To me, flower power is too hoppy. Uh, I'm not a hopper. Yeah, personally, I am not a fan of flower power, but
3: that's my problem with a lot of beers. Is I'm not a hopper, so I've been. I'm more of a stouter. Always have been. Always will be. Yep. The deeper and the darker that it looks, give me some tar, and I'll drink it.
2: Alex like No, other. don't
3: don't get me wrong, like I will definitely I've been getting into sours, definitely loving sours in this beer adventure that we've had. I've had a few good ales so far and some lagers. Still trying to break into that IPA world though.
0: It's not easy. I'll I'll tell you that. You got to start with something small, uh go with like an all day IPA. First, uh then jump into something a little bit stronger and do like a voodoo ranger. Um Yeah, those are good. And then apparently uh you work yourself up to
2: fucks up your shit at twenty six hundred. Fucks up your shit.
1: I did not like IPAs at first. I did not like them at all, I don't think. And then I just I don't know, I just kept going.
2: Everyone's
0: palate is constantly changing. Yeah. I have come to find that I like mustard. And I have always hated mustard. You just now realize that? Yeah. I've never liked it. But recently, I have had mustard on things, and I don't cringe. Mustard's so
2: good. <laughs> so good.
0: Well, I think on that note there, Dijon... I'm not sure, Anthony, but... um. Real quick Travis, uh what are your handles? Uh Twitter, Facebook, whatever?
1: Um so you can find me um at T-Turce, uh tturce um I think that's for Twitter and um I think for Instagram too. Um and on Facebook you can find me right at my name Travis um Travis Terzer, and uh yeah. All right.
3: Anthony, hit us with yours. Y'all you didn't know that you can find me at Antane D on Instagram, which is where I post the most. You can also find me streaming right now at T Giglione. It's actually Tony Giglione. I just go by T Giggles. And C Motionals. We're doing a beach cleanup in September. Get yourself on the beach. C Motionals. Check us out. Subscribe to the newsletter for the updates so that you can know when the cleanup is, because I don't put shit on Instagram for that. <laughs> and those are my handles. All right. Uh, you can find
0: me at Winky 17 um, capitanwinkey C-A-P-I-T-A-N-W-I-N-K-E-Y-1-7 on Twitter um, or Twitch, which is also where this is being streamed live at the moment, first time ever in Crumble Warp history. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram at Clee Richie. and you can contact
2: us, Anthony or myself, via Instagram or Twitter or email. Um, Instagram is Crumble Warp Cast. Yep,
0: Instagram is Crumble Warp Cast. Uh, you can find us at on Twitter at um crumble warp and you can email us at crumble warp at I like
1: it. Let me just say that for I was checking while Richie was talking there, I don't I mean I don't use Facebook very much, but on Instagram it's the same T but it's T ninety one.
2: Oh um, big
0: distinction.
1: Yeah, right. But let me also say that I appreciate you guys having me on. I'm Richie and Anthony are two of my oldest friends, and they will continue to be two of my best friends forever. So it's been my honor to be here on your guys' podcast.
2: Hey, that's and- fair. Yeah. We, uh,
0: we definitely forgot to thank Travis for being on. I got excited about remembering
3: to do the uh, handles. <laughs> I actually wanted to, I don't know if you were hearing me before, but I was, I was trying to say... I think my my audio cut out on Discord. We by the time this episode comes out, you're gonna be able to actually click the link on our social medias. I'm gonna give us the Discord link so we can put so you guys can join the Discord, give us topics for our podcasts in the future. You can chat with other Crumble members, talk to the Warp with each other, whatever have you, and it'll be a great time. Oh shit, yeah, yeah, chat it up. Tell us what give you us want. Topics. I like hear. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah all right well travis now that we've not actually ended uh thank you so much for being on it's been a great time got to talk about the bills my pleasure. which i always love to do we're
3: gonna have to have a mid-season update with trav on the bills yeah so absolutely have him back. and end season update as well oh yeah Ooh. travis be prepared my friend you'll be back a couple times <laughs>
1: I'm I'll like uh, I'll join the podcast like right after the Bills game like at the final whistle like Yo what's up guys we're at uh, Orchard Park getting we'll the update Team one
3: yeah, <laughs> have, have a uh, that'd be cool doing like guest appearances for live events that would be pretty dope album. man yeah. do you get hear all the crowd behind him
1: <laughs> you just hear me screaming go
2: go 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 <laughs> all
0: right well in that
3: case. Do you possibly think that that, that might, might be it might be how the cookie, cookie crumbles that's definitely how the cookie crumbles trev is is that how the cookie crumbles
1: that is absolutely how the cookie crumbles yeah
0: <laughs> that my friend is how the cookie crumbles